0: This is Rhema for Today.
1: But my God shall supply all your need. Now again, folks want the to spirit. Well, that just means spiritual need. No, he said all your need. And so that would have to include financial and material needs as well as others, or else it's not all. Besides that, in fact, in this chapter, you can read all of it. I just took the one verse. Paul is talking about financial and material things when he said, but my God shall supply all your need.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth e. Hagan continues his teaching on redeemed from poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. Find out more next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now... Let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message.
1: Thank God for Galatians 3.13. Christ has, see King James said hath. In modern usage, Christ has. He's not going to. He has redeemed us. He has redeemed us. That's something that's already happened. It belongs to us. Has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Hallelujah. He became our substitute. The curse fell upon him instead of on us. And he bore it for us that we might be free. Now look at 2 Corinthians 8 chapter and the 9th verse. Look at 2 Corinthians. Here Paul's writing to the church at Corinth. Again, Gentile church. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. Now you see, some folks want to spiritualize that. But no, it means just exactly what it says. Well, we became rich spiritually. That's the only way we became rich. No, we became rich every way. Jesus didn't become poor spiritually so we could become rich spiritually. I mean, uh, the only way that Christ became poor was from a material standpoint. Because he certainly wasn't poor spiritually, the spiritually poor could not have raised the dead because if the spiritually poor could raise the dead, every one of you would be doing it. <laughs> it would be a common occurrence. Amen? The spiritually poor could not have turned the water into wine. If he could, it'd just be a common occurrence happening every day. The spiritually poor could not have fed 5,000 with a little boy's lunch. The spiritually poor could not have wrought the miracles and the healings that he did. No, he did not become poor spiritually. He became poor materially for us. You see, he was our substitute. Now look at Matthew the 8th chapter, the 20th verse, and you'll see that that's true. Jesus himself said, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. No, we're not to follow in his footsteps and be poverty-stricken because he became poor so that we could be made rich. Paul said writing to the church at Philippi, you remember in Philippians 4.19, but my God shall supply half of your need. Well, nearly all of it. Now, no one could expect all their needs to be met, surely. huh? That's too far-fetched to think that all your needs could be met. No, thank God, he said, but my God shall supply all your need. According to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus, that's the way He does it. Praise God. Now notice, but my God shall supply all your need. Now again, folks want to spiritual. Well, that just means spiritual need. No, he said all your need. And so that would have to include financial and material needs as well as others, or else it's not all. Besides that, in fact, in this chapter. You can read all of it. I just took the one verse. Paul is talking about financial and material things when he said, but my God shall supply all your need. Amen. Now then again, Jesus himself said in Matthew the 6th chapter and the 33rd verse, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things shall be taken away from you. I think that's the way some people read that. No. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added, not taken away, not subtracted, added unto you. These things that shall be added unto you, if you go on reading, are material things. Something to eat, something to wear, and so on, the material things of life. Now, some people seem to have the idea and the devil just really uh, put it off on folks and blinded them to truth that if a person is a Christian, that if a person is a believer, that it's a mark of humility, that it's a mark of godliness for him to be poor and poverty stricken and not have anything. They seem to have the idea, you know, that it's a mark of humility for you to go through life with the top of your hat out, the soles of your shoes wore out, the seat of your pants worn out, and just barely able to get along. In fact, live on barely get along street, way down at the end of the block right next to Grumble Alley. (laughs) But no, that's not what the Bible teaches. No, that's not my Jesus. That's not my Father. That isn't what Jesus said. Look at it again. Matthew six thirty-three. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all of these things, these things, as I said, was here in the material realm, shall be added unto you, not taken from you. He said they'll be added. They'll be added unto you. Now, here's another good one. Praise God. Luke, the sixth chapter. You're familiar with it. 38th verse. Jesus himself is speaking. He said, give, and it shall be given unto you. Now, I realize that this covers the whole spectrum of giving, but it also includes financial giving, doesn't it? Give, and it'll be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet, in other words, the same measure that you give, withal it shall be measured to you again. Now, you see, that introduces us to the law of sowing and reaping. After all, in the area of finances, sowing and reaping works just like it does in every other area of life. Paul, you remember again, writing to the Corinthians in talking about money and offerings and giving said, he that soweth sparingly shall also reap sparingly. He that soweth bountifully shall reap bountifully. Amen. Well, somebody said, I never have reaped bountifully. Well, I know it's because you haven't given bountifully. Well, yeah, I've sowed bountifully. I give a nickel every time I go to church. That yeah, wouldn't be funny if it wasn't so pathetic. No, that's not sowing bountifully. Yeah, but I sowed bountifully and I never have reaped bountifully. Now, if you repent, God will forgive you for lying. Because if what you said is true, either you're a liar or God's a liar. One of the two. Because God's Word, the Bible is God speaking to me. Now, say that out loud. The Bible is God speaking to me. Now, say that again. The Bible is God speaking to me. Well, rather than God said, God said, he that soweth bountifully shall reap bountifully. He that soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly. Amen. Then if I claim that I've sown bountifully and I've not reaped bountifully, either I'm a lion or God's a lion. Now, I don't know about you, but the Bible said, let God be true and every man a liar. So I'll just say it just like the Bible said, you're a liar. <laughs> Amen. That's what the Bible said. You know, the Bible said that, said, let God be true and every man a liar. No, the truth about the matter is, though, that some folks give and expect God to settle up by next Tuesday. God doesn't always settle up on Saturday. He doesn't always pay off at the first of every month. He doesn't necessarily always settle up the first of every year. But sooner or later, sooner or later, payday's coming. Glory to God. Payday's coming in this realm and in this area just like it does in every other. See, some people think they get by with wrongdoing a lot of times because, you see, payday didn't show up right away. A month went by and no payday come. Well, I got by with that. I believe I'll do that again. And so they do it again. I'm talking about committing sin. And then they wait 40, 50, 60 days. Nothing happened. Well, I got by with that. I'll just make a practice of that. Because you see, I got by with it. God don't always pay off. But you see, Paul wrote right here to this same church. Read really, it to be read throughout the churches. let go back here with twenty-eight chapter Deuteronomy. Let's go back again to Galatians. You see, we take this text. There's some folks do. I never have. But some folks do. And preach this, you see, to sinners. And, and in a sense, it's true, all right. But right on the other hand, this is the sixth chapter of Galatians, Paul is not writing to sinners. He's not writing to the world. Notice here what he said, Paul, the very first chapter of Galatians, the first verse, Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by a man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia. Churches, plural, not one church, churches of Galatia. This letter was to be sent from church to church and read in all of these churches. So he's not writing to sinners. He's not writing to the world, though indirectly it may apply to them. But look here into this sixth chapter of Galatians and notice the seventh verse. He said, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Now then, stop just a moment and realize that that doesn't just apply to wrongdoing. That applies to rightdoing as well, doesn't it? He's going to reap. Amen? Now look at the previous verse and, and it'll help you even more. Look at the sixth verse. Let him that is taught in the Word communicate. The word communicate, a better word is give. Give unto him that teacheth in all good things. And so you see, he's really also talking about giving.
0: Welcome to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.
1: Our offer is for a gift of $27 or more is Dad's uh, uh, CDs are actually no, a DVD. A DVD mm-hmm. uh, Victory Over Darkness and all the powers of the enemy uh-huh. and my book Jesus Name Above All Names. Yes. And that's for t- for a gift of $27 or more. Or more. Mm-hmm. And when you order that, we are going to give you my 3D 3CD uh, pack called Why God, Why Me, Why Now. And th- this deals with the fact how do we cope with life when things go wrong? Do we stand unwavering on God's Word? Uh, you know, uh, how many uh, have asked questions when you face the storm? Yes. <laughs> Why me, <he> God? That's right. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: so we're gonna give you that free when uh, you order the rest. Call toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll free We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of RAMA for Today. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on Redeemed from Poverty, Sickness, and Spiritual Death. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rama.org. Thanks for listening to RAMA for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.